0: away she is dreaming she is drifting never been so wide away captured in the moment by the beauty all around her there's nowhere else that she would rather be hello and welcome this is Karen Modicottus and you're listening to a minisode from How She Really Does It today I'm going to be talking about know yourself be yourself love yourself three simple concepts know yourself be yourself love yourself know yourself know your truth the good and the bad and i don't really like to use terms of good and bad because those are such shame triggers be a good girl be a bad you know you're a bad girl be a good boy you're a bad boy know your strengths know your weaknesses we all have them and to think that nobody that the successful people don't that's not true because if you've listened to my show over the last soon to be 10 years, my guests have constantly talked about their strengths and their weaknesses. And there are some areas that just may not be worthwhile for them to correct. It's not that important to them. If they're not a very good dresser, it may not be a high priority to them. They don't care because they want to use their brain juice on a different arena in their life. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. If there's a weakness that you don't like, You could look at what do you want to do? What do you need to do to cultivate a different direction? Because it's all learnable, you guys. When you know yourself, you're gonna know what you like and what you don't like. And right there, that's a shame trigger because this may take time to cultivate. You could beat yourself up and indulge in the drama of I'm such and such age, I should know better, I should know what I like, but I don't know what I like. Maybe you don't. Maybe you've been putting your head down to get ahead in your career. Maybe you've been putting your head down to take care of your family, whether it's your children or your aging parents, you know, and maybe you've been running away from your life or been really distracted in doing the things that you were told you were supposed to do to be a good person or that this would lead you to the promised land. So now it's about practicing. It's about testing out, experimenting. What do you like? What do you don't like? Because most people don't know and they're afraid to know what they like. They're afraid to ask, what do I want? That's a really vulnerable question. We live in this scarcity culture and we get stuck in these messages from the shame gremlins and the compare and despair. And often we hide away. We can hide away and work we can hide away in social media, we can hide away on our phones, we can hide away with being busy, the disease of busy. Those are all big distractions. And we can then indulge in the drama of our lives and what other people think instead of testing out experimenting what lights us up. Go do an experiment and own what you like, even if it may not be, I mean, I'm not saying do anything illegal, but even if it may not be something that um, you're necessarily proud of, or, you know, like, so for one thing, I love television. I do. (laughs) My husband would say, you can't love something that can't love you back. But I really, really enjoy television. And I look for good shows. And that used to be such a shame trigger because the message in my family origin was, you know, if you watch television, you're lazy or you're stupid. And I've had to overcome that. But what are the things that I really love to watch? And, and I embrace that and I own it. And I'm not watching t- TV 24 hours a day. I have my time and my place for watching television, but I love it and I own it. 10 years ago, I'd have had so much shame about it. Or when I came back as an adult when my daughter was a baby and I started watching Oprah and at first I had all this shame of like, oh my gosh, I'm one of those ladies that watch Oprah. And then I finally just embraced it. It was like, I love watching Oprah. I loved all things Oprah for a really long time. So whatever it is, own it and love it. Again, there's the boundary of it needs to be legal, right? I'm not saying to go do illegal things or to do things that, you know, may be harmful to other people, but really is that inside your, your values to be harmful to other people, right? There's always boundaries. So know yourself, find out what you like, find out what you don't like and be okay with it. I mean, When I love something, I just want to have that over and over. So if I like, I have my new favorite restaurant, it's this uh, pokey tuna place. Oh my gosh, who would have thought that I would love red, uh, raw fish, but I love it. I want to go there every week because that's just how I am. When I love something, I am all in and I want to have it over and over. Maybe that's not how you do things. And I used to have a lot of, again, shame about seriously, Corinne, why why do you do this? Or if I like a song, if I love a song, play that over and over. When I was in high school, we had, for those of you that remember cassette tapes, I would make tapes with the song over and over and over so that I wouldn't have to re- spend, waste any time rewinding. So I could hear that song over and over again. Now we can just hit a button and keep replaying the song. But when I love something, I just want to be around it. And then at some point I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Never want to have dinner at that place or I never want to hear that song again. But that's just how I operate. And instead of judging myself or saying that I shouldn't be that way, that's just who I am. So I embrace that. So I invite you to embrace that about yourself. Know yourself. And then the next is be yourself. And that's what I was just talking about. Be yourself. Own what it is. If you love certain things and you may think, oh, other people are going to judge me, that is okay. Because as Scott and Scranton says, you can't win over the haters. You're not the jackass whisperer. And yes, this takes courage. You must be brave to be you because there are going to be people that are going to hate because that is their way of controlling you. And maybe it's so that they can feel more comfortable. If you really know what you love and you're doing what you love, And they are like, wait a second, you haven't earned it, or you're not old enough to do what you love, or you haven't, whatever their rules that they've been programmed with, you're going to be a trigger for them. So just know that, and you're going to have to work on being okay with that, okay? Because we have been conditioned that who we, we need to be, who we think other people want us to be so we can please them, and we sell ourselves out to get the approval from others. You know, this sounds familiar, right? It's the approval whoring. Or we can often make ourselves small so that we don't bother others. But instead, be you. It takes way less energy to be you. And then this just helps get rid of the clutter in your life. The people that can't handle being around you, they're going to leave. One of the tools that I teach my clients is from Martha Beck and it's the elevator. And I, we oftentimes when they start out with me, I say, you may have this really full elevator with a lot of people that you've collected through the years. And a lot of them may, you know, though my clients will first come to me and say, oh, they drive me crazy. But, you know, you'll have these people who they may be judges, they may be haters, but they're in your life. And then as you do this work of personal development and you get aligned with what are your values, what's important to you, what happens is that those people slowly get off the elevator And that's where it gets really scary because people are leaving, right? And what do we do? We measure how many friends do we have? How many likes do I have? How many hearts do I get on Instagram? We're constantly measuring, am I popular enough in different ways? So it gets really vulnerable to be on this elevator all by ourselves. But when you stand there in that elevator aligned with who you are and your values, as you continue to climb up and learn and become your best self, what happens is the right people get on the elevator. And then you have enough. And maybe instead of having 100 people in the elevator, maybe you have four really close people who have your back, including yourself. And isn't that a lovely thing? Or maybe you have 20. Who knows what you cultivate and what your capacity is because everybody has their own capacity. But where you can have your own back and you know that the people around you have your back versus the people that you've been selling yourself out when you're originally on the elevator. So know yourself, be yourself. And in order to be yourself, you must love yourself. And isn't it time you love you right now? Not when you get somebody else's approval, not when you finally arrive at a job, a salary, a destination, or a specific outcome result, or you've built your company or your business to a certain level. But love yourself right now when you love yourself. You can create so much better things in your life than when you don't love yourself. And the only person's permission you need to love yourself is your own. So I invite you right now, start practicing loving yourself and aligning with your values. Thanks so much for listening today. Go ahead and Sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.howshereallydoesit.com. And if you want help implementing this stuff and want coaching, sign up for my wait list when you go there. And when I have openings or oftentimes I offer free mini sessions um, for people on the wait list, you'll be the first to know. All right. Have a great day. And I'm smiling big for you. On lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting never been so wide awake.